ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Tapes of Smugcast. Welcome to Smugcast. I am AP. With me always, my partner in crime, BJ. Uh, today, we get on the topic of the greatest MCs of all time. We're actually going to go through our top five lists um, just to see how we compare and, and kind of see who some of our biggest influences was. Because, I mean, that's one of the reasons I got into this is because I can't rap. Because you're white. Borderline. Borderline. <laughs> Guido. Guido. So, and it, it's always interesting to see everybody's list compared now to compared where it was maybe even 10 years ago, five years ago. Because it's interesting to see because people have, if they don't make an album, if they don't come out, we kind of have a tendency to forget about them until oh, we yeah. until we go up in this list or talk about this list. And then we start, we go back through and we start listening to them again. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the great things about, you know, YouTube and, and even um, SoundCloud and other things like that. Because, and I do, and if finally, I do realize that now as you get older, you go back to what you listen to. Oh yeah, for definitely. Because I didn't think I'd be thirty six listening to Public Enemy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? I mean, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Do you remember the very first rap, hip hop, whatever you want to call it, that you bought? That I. Oh yeah, that I bought. Yeah, you bought. Uh, yeah, I bought it, and my aunt and uncle didn't realize what I tricked them into buying. And when we got back to the car, um, and we popped in that Coolio album, and it was... Wait, no, are you serious? Coolio was your first one? That I can remember, yeah. You are a token white guy then. I mean, it was like, dude, I mean, I had to be in probably somewhere between the third and the sixth grade. Because just how life was going at that point in time. Um, you needed a fantastic ride. Was uh, it a song? I bet it, I think it was sixth grade. I bet it was, I bet it was fifth or sixth grade, man, because it was, um, uh, gangster's paradise. The movie, remember they had the movie and the whole song and you know, all that came out. Yeah. The old stereotypical, take a white teacher or, yeah. and stick them in the hood mm-hmm. and they're going to solve all their problems. Mm-hmm. Even though, in reality, if that happened now, someone one of them would have stabbed them. Oh, yeah. Or they would have quit and never came back. Can't oh, help yeah. these kids. We're leaving. Yeah. But like, we got in the car and uh, started playing it. And it was, motherfucker. You know, my uncle's like, why? He's, they're both school teachers. Oh, really? Yeah. My aunt was, uh, um, um, she did, um, I can't even think what it is. Slow Kids. Uh, I can't. I can't think. It's of called, it. It's called special. It's called special. Special ed. ed. That's what it was. Special ed. But then my <laughs> stop. <laughs> but then my uncle was the uh, athletic athletic director. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. So he, um, we got in the car and like immediately play. I we I don't I don't even think we made it through a minute. He ejected it. We walked back into the mall. Returned that. Was bitch. it? What is? Was it a CD? Oh yeah. My very first one was in. Um, was in fifth grade. Public Enemy. Yo bum rest the show. So it's because everybody else vanilla I was in fifth grade vanilla ice came out. Oh. And I never like I didn't have that. Like I always because there was a karma in Seymour. And this is for parental advisory right before it came out. 
So every week I would buy, try, try to buy one, do some chores, whatever, but then I would trade it in. So every week I, I would buy anything, anything hip hop. I didn't care what it was. And then also I used to, um, record VHS, um, the OTV raps. Yeah. Yeah. MTV. And so, and so, yeah, cause I remember that was my very first one that I bought. And then I started buying all the other, all the other public enemies here for black planet takes the nation of millions to hold us back. But the one, the game changer was, was in eighth grade. I mean, obviously listen to ice cube, but I also had ice T's body count when yeah. he made this rock album. Yeah. I actually had the original one. I wish I would have kept it. That actually had a cop killer on it. Yeah. That was the, and the yeah. funny part is he plays a cop now on TV. Yeah. And, and I remember, isn't it ironic? Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> I remember in eighth grade though, one of my friends at our basketball game, he brought this, he brought Wu Tang into the thirty six chambers and it changed, yeah. it changed everything for me. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden I was buying, like, then I got into Nas, there was Wu Tang Clan, uh, EPMD. Um, and there was KRS one, but and like all these guys, I just tried to find like lyricists and, and a lot of, cause a lot of the stuff wasn't commercialized because if yeah. it was a commercial success, think about it, the biggest rap songs of all time at that point were what MC hammer, Coolio, oh, vanilla man. ice. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I wish I was a little bit taller <laughs> and like Paperboy or whatever. I don't know. Man. I wish I would. That came out. That came out. I don't know, man. I want to say that came out. Man, I don't know. That was old. I think that was was that that was that that long ago? Yeah, I mean it's been a long time ago. But and then it was one of those things where I've been called a smug music guy because I always try to find stuff that people don't listen to. Well, yeah, you're a hipster in that way. Yeah, because like I can't stand I can't stand to listen to the radio. Most radio like commercial radio, I'd rather just drive my car into a pole instead of listening to some of the stuff that's out there. And, and some of the stuff out there is very good, but I mean, compared to what my kids listen to, compared to what I listen to, I mean, because if you pull out my phone, I mean, I mean, there's there's B, BC Boys, Boogie Down Productions, and you know, Busta Rhymes and Camp Low, Channel Live, and Common, and well, and Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. I mean, not everybody's <laughs> heard of a lot of those guys. Yeah. And there's some. I mean, there's obviously DMX on there. And then, and the other one in sixth grade is when I got my very first Easy E Easy Does It. Yeah. Sixth grade, there's this kid that uh, had an afro, and a real nice kid. And white dude, wasn't it? It was white, yeah. <laughs> and um, he gave me that. He's like, hey, man, listen to this. And it was a tape. And I went and listened to the tape, and I was like, holy cow. And all of a sudden, uh, and I just, you got what the sense of, like, you know, they were saying, fuck the police. Yeah. You know, the, it it don't matter, just don't swallow. It doesn't matter, just don't bite it. Yeah. She's, yeah, and I listened to all that. And then obviously, then the Chronic came out, and then Snoop Dogg came out. Yeah, I mean, and then the West, you know, West Coast came out, Tupac came out. But and that's where the biggest debate is: what's the top five? And then Eminem came out, I think, in '98 when '98 yeah, came yeah, out somewhere around there. Yeah, and then that changed was yeah. is because he was respected. He wasn't like a joke. Well, he and well, he got on <clears throat> Dr. Dre. Yep. I mean that you know that that's that's clout and, and, he, and he battled and stuff like that yeah. and so and you know he was considered our Elvis and the funny part is he called himself that too he did yeah the hip hop Elvis because you know oh, he's doing black music yeah and so and then when he came out that was great you you know what they said about Elvis but when when they were when they were developed when they were trying to find Elvis more or less 
They said they wanted a guy who could sing like a white guy, but dance like a black guy. Yeah, like Chuck, I mean, basically Chuck Berry and all that. I mean, there's a lot more artists besides that, but yeah, I mean, it was basically like Chuck Berry. Yeah. Bad part about Chuck Berry, you, you know what he got arrested for, right? Wasn't he shit on a coffee table or something? No. He was drilling peepholes <laughs> in like women's restrooms and videotaping it. <laughs> oh, there's a skit on a radio show where they talk about Chuck Berry and shitting on a coffee table. He like, might have. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, the celebrities are weird. Yeah. But I think, like, my, and it, it's hard to always name your top five. I mean, Eminem's in my top five. And I mean, there's so many, <clears throat> there are so many old lyricists. You know, like I mean, you, Eric B. Like, and you, Rock- hate, you hate to even bring up anybody within the last 15, 20 years. You know, you, you almost feel like you're not paying respects to. The originators, because you got Eric Kambi and Rakim. Peyton Thule was one of my favorite ones, uh, and like I said, was I'm always a big fan of KRS One, is just because like he's he was a little bit different, and it's hard now because everybody always says Tupac and Biggie, but here yeah. now here's a great question. This is something we can argue about for hours and hours. So you had Biggie died, Tupac died. And you had you've had other artists, Kurt Cobain die, James Joplin die, Jim Morrison died, and now stop and think about it. Like for example, Michael Jackson didn't die until what? Until he's like in his fifties, right? Yeah. Okay. So you saw his popularity go from a god, right? Yeah. And then obviously, just and take out take out the whole the sexual misconduct with kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in. I'm just talking about. If he would have died, Michael Jackson would have died at 30, like, we would still... He is a king of pop, the greatest ever. I, I, I believe that. But we forgot about him because he quit making hits. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it. If Biggie, if Biggie, and if not Biggie and Tupac lived, they're still alive now, I don't think they'd be as big as they are now. Because Tupac's still alive. Is he? Is he with Elvis? <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, is in their death, I think it raised their stature even higher. They were both geniuses. They were. Yeah. But think about it. If Nas died after Illmatic, oh, yeah. he would still be he would still be considered top. If Eminem died after a certain part, it doesn't matter who it is. Is I think that ra- and I, I think that's what's hard with these lists is because we always want to put Biggie and Tupac yeah. in it. But if they would still, I mean, because they could have made their next couple albums could have been shit. No one bought them. No one cared about them. Yeah, but I mean, when you when you talk about like, you know, your 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 top five favorite, you know, <coughs> in your top five favorites, because they're not I mean, in my top five. That's the problem. They're not. But you, I mean, you because there's there's so many different things you can look at. You know, as far as like putting somebody in your top five, you know, it's it's okay. Well, did they have like albums after album after album, or like were you know like with Biggie? You know, just a few albums that he actually came out on. Like, I mean, how 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 good of a lyricist was he? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like you look back at some of the older guys, man. I mean, they just like they would put you know these phrases and words together, and it was just like it's like, man, this dude. I mean, his vocabulary is unlimited. But then you have like guys, you know, today um, that. Their vocabulary is not really that great, but they their flow is immaculate. Well, and then they just, they, they, I don't know. And there's some stuff that my kids listen to, but 
and this pains me because I think you become, he's kind of, I think he's a douchebag, but Kanye West is still like through the wire when his jaw was broken. He made that song. and Yeah, it, but I yeah. feel like that was a be- his best album. Well, actually, I mean, Jesus Walks is one of my favorite songs of all time. And when he did Hey Mama to his mom, I mean, like, because you know he really went through this. I mean, yeah. the guy's a genius. I mean, but most geniuses are a little bit crazy. Yeah. I mean, they got to be. I mean, so. But, I mean, there's just so much stuff that I have on my phone that every time I, I play it for somebody, they're like, well, what is this? Yeah. And, and that's just because I just look for stuff that is because one of my favorite songs of all time that kind of explains how i feel about music it, it was made by jaber the damager it's called you're playing yourself you get a chance listen to that and there's also has another song about where hip-hop gets uh, kidnapped so he actually makes hip-hop of actual person um i mean but you also have like gangstar you have guru you know and dj Premier, and you just have it is hard to put in top five but i always feel like if you always i feel like you're not like you're threatened, but you feel forced to have Biggie and Tupac in your top five. I mean, because a lot of the major guys do have them. Like Eminem always says, you know, and he he has that, and then a lot of people have that. But I don't know. Like my obviously, like I said, was Eric B. Rakim was one of my Rakim was just amazing. Yeah, it's like a godfather of it. But he didn't have big commercial success because people think because you have commercial success that. You're a great lyricist, but you just might have someone behind you that's a great beat maker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then that's a whole other thing about, you know, I mean, some of the great beat makers. Because, you know, I've always been prone to East Coast dirty beats like like Wu-Tang. And then even some of the new guys I listen to, like Brown Bag Officers with Concept, which I got you listening to, which made me happy. Oh, yeah, Concept for sure. His new uh, album's coming. Now listen to that entire album. While, Feels great. While I was while I was wrapping Christmas presents. Yeah, it was great. And I mean, I had that on full blast, and was just rocking out, you know. And I mean, there really wasn't a song that I, I hated. You know, I mean, there's always going there's always going to be a song that's you know, medi- you know, mediocre. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say mediocre because it's not, but it just didn't really touch me, you know. But for the most part, I mean, I enjoyed listening to the entire album. Man, I was I mean, I was pumped up. I was, you know, I was dancing, you know, wrapping Christmas presents. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, I mean, he con- concept is, yeah, um, he's got to be big, man. Has to be. Well, he, yeah, I mean, and it's. I've actually the cool part is he's is right now he's. I've talked to him a few times on Snapchat, but the Fuel EP just came out in 2015, and then Flight's going to come out. Um, I was well and. He's just one of those guys that's just, there's a beat and he's a great lyricist. And then the guy that he actually worked, they're all in the Brown Bag All-Stars, but it's, it's, his name is J57. They're all out of Brooklyn. They worked in a record shop together because um, I think it's DJ Element, J57, SoCon, um, The Audible Doctor. Uh, they're all together on that. And so, and like I said, was is they, they just feel like lyricists. Yeah. Like there's not some, their videos are not, in front of Lambos, throwing a bunch of money. Yeah. Women in G strings. I mean, that, that's if that's your thing, then that's fine. But I feel like that was so early 2000s. But it, it's coming back again because um, uh, I think his name is is it is it Ray Summon? Schumard. Ray Schumard. I had no idea who this was. And, I have no idea. And we and um, and that's something he t- some 
he showed me, my son showed me, and I was just like, what is this? And I'm not saying it's bad, it's just not my style, because, you know, he's just saying, I ain't gotten those type. He just, you know, it's just like, almost like spoken word, but, and the beat's great, because if you're playing in your car, it will shake your windows. Yeah. But then you're not listening to anything they're saying. Yeah. I, I may sound like, like I said, um, a smug asshole, but I like to hear what they're saying. Oh, yeah. Because if I mean, not... I want, to, I want to hear the story. Yeah, if, yeah, if not, I mean, because that's, when you... Because when you grow up, when you grow up in poor, like I did was, is you can relate to some of it. Obviously, I can't real, I can't relate to like the real struggle of being black in America. But yeah. in some small towns like you grew up in, you had the poor people over here, and then you had the people with money over here. Yeah. And so if you and if you're over on the other side of town, they're almost like, "What are you doing over here?" Oh yeah. And that's and that's kind of how you feel, you know. And that's kind of how they felt in some of the music was. It's like, hey, I'm not accepted. And then you saw they were accepted, you know. If they had something to bring to the table, like if you know, being an athlete or or being the only black guy in town, they're like, wow, he's black. We want to be friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I had a lot of friends like that that listened to the same music, not commercial music, but we would just buy it up and then we'd eat it up like Skittles and just. And we would trade tapes, listen to it, trade CDs. Because I actually kept buying tapes for years. Because yeah. I, I kept trying to be that guy that'd be different. I had a bunch of tapes. And you, had, uh, you had the big box yes. in the back seat? No, no, I, I had it in the closet or whatever. But yeah, and it was funny was just because... And then, well, I think what stopped me from buying music was is I felt... Because you remember you used to be able to buy singles, just the singles. If you went to the oh, record yeah. store... You'd be able to get their single, yeah. and then also another thing was is I felt like we were spending money on albums, records, whatever, and I felt like we were getting cheated because they would have the one song that would be on, they would make the video, play that video ninety three thousand times, yeah, and then you buy the CD and you're like, wow, the rest of this doesn't even sound like this and it's dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And then we all started, and then right around, what, 2000, 2001, we just all started downloading illegally. Yeah. And I think it made, I think it forced the artists to have better. Well, it did. I mean, we, I watched a, uh, uh, kind of a behind the, not really behind the music. By uh, the way, I love that show. I, I was addicted to that show. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, everyone, like, started out shitty, got famous. Start doing some stupid shit, drugs, whatever, yeah. and then guess what? We welcome you back. <laughs> yeah. Except for the um, the redhead kid on the um, the Partridge Family, Danny Baducci or whatever his name oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude, that dude's crazy. Yeah. But no, it was uh, uh, Blink Blink One Eighty Two, and it was I can't remember what album. It was. Take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> that was the name of the album. Was it? Yeah, take off your pants and jacket. Oh, but it was like this, I didn't get this it was like two years later. I was like, oh my god, they're saying take off your pants and jacket. I get yeah. it. But they they said uh, um, Travis Barker. He was like, he was like, he was all you need is three good songs. The rest of the album can be shit. I mean, which is really true. I mean, you really need three singles. Because a lot of times they didn't get to pick the songs that went on the album because it, at that moment in time the record labels. Yeah. And then what happened was, then they had record labels on top of record labels. Like you would have Interscope, then you had Death Row, and then you had Shady Records, and then Fifty Cent had his own record. Yeah. And then Nick, I mean, like I think I actually had my own record label at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did because <laughs> they were just what giving was, them out. What was the name of it? 
I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you got to be quick. No, I couldn't on that one. Yeah. No, so, but back to the original topic was, but I still think that, I mean, because to me, artists used to be larger in life. Oh, yeah. Like, we, may, I remember the Grammys with Michael Jackson doing the moonwalk. And I was like, like, they got, like, I was too young for the Jackson 5. Oh, yeah. And then I didn't hear his first album, but Thriller came out. It, it was just one of those things, like, it was flawless. Yeah. And that's still, to me, that's still the best album of all time. I don't care. Like, I can still listen to Thriller all day. Oh, yeah. It was a good, I mean, it was a good, I mean, it was a good song. It was a good album. I do feel awkward listening to it with my kids, though. Yeah, I mean. Because now they know him as the dude that. That molested children. Gave him Jesus juice. <laughs> yeah, and that and yeah, that's another thing about and in the same way with Prince, I think Prince was a one of a kind, but we forgot about him. I don't want to say we forgot about him because he was still playing concerts, but he I didn't was, pay- but he he was just out of the picture. But then all of a sudden he died, and we we're like, wow, this guy was one of the greatest of all time. Oh, then I bet his album downloads on iTunes yeah. exploded. And that goes back to my point about the death thing: is is death escalates it. Except, oh, yeah. except for mine, when mine happens, they will still come to the funeral to make sure I'm actually dead. I'll be there taking a selfie with you. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> like, no, he's really dead. Like, the brutality of being an ass to everybody is gone. But I think it has, and I have the utmost respect for, I think, artists. And I think that's why I stuck to it because, and now let me finish the whole statement before you flip out. Like, Taylor Swift writes a lot of her own songs. She's hot as shit. So she's an artist. Yeah. Britney Spears is a pr- entertainer because she didn't write her songs, but she got songs from other people, and she performed them. So there's a difference between an artist and an entertainer. Oh, yeah. And that's and I've had this argument many times, was because if you write your own song, you work with somebody to produce that, own song, that song and get it out there, then that's great. But if you walk into a studio and they hand you 40,000 songs, and you're like, oh, I like this one. And then yeah. and then you dance around. And then that's different. That's different than being an artist. Oh, for sure. You know, and that's and I think that's one thing that's great, great about it was is these guys would sit down, kind of like we are, write it out. And then they would just go in the booth. They make a beat. And then oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And the guys that can do it off the top of their head, freestyle, yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Man, there was a uh, little Wayne. There was a uh, um, there. Was, it was like a behind the music for him, and um, he had talked about how he was. You know, he'd wrote down all these all these lyrics, and you know, was just writing and writing and writing. And uh, he got to a point where he just felt like his music was just shit, and he needed to purge himself. Mm-hmm. So he took he took his his little book that he wrote down all these lyrics on. And he had a guy start a beat, and he went through and he wrapped out, wrapped out this entire book of lyrics in one continuous song to get them out of his system and get them away. And then he, after you know a show or whatever, they'd hop back on the tour bus, and he would the guy would have a couple beats. And he would listen to him, and then he'd pick one, and then he'd go in, and he just started freestyling all his songs. Instead of going in, writing down what you're going to say, he would just go in, and whatever came off the top, that's what it was. And then did you, and then the other thing is I found amazing, Jay-Z actually doesn't write it down. He just goes in the booth. Like so I, that's, that's amazing. I, I like, like, like and we didn't, I didn't forget about Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z is somebody that... Uh-huh. T- 
it's it's Hova. Hova. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. Name my name is Ho, but it's because he's in he's in I think he's one in my top five. It's just because the guy that can walk in a booth and just go. Oh yeah. And the other thing is, this guy went from selling crack to basically owning a, like not just owning a little little label, like taking over Def Def Jam. Yeah. And the guy is just amazing. Like I have the utmost respect for him because he just uh, the Black Album is another one of those flawless albums I just love. Because what he did in the Black Album was he took all the producers he wanted to work with. So like, Guru was on there before he passed away. Eminem was on there, and um, um, Kanye was on there. And it was supposed to be his retirement album, but yeah. they're but they're like professional wrestlers; they never retire. Oh yeah, you know. And so they always keep going. But yeah, I mean, always the, got something left in the tank. Yeah, I mean, because think about it though—the high that they get from performing on stage, or, or oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, how could you ever stop? You know what I mean? I mean, music's in your blood. It's how you got where you're at. How are you just going to stop? But I think if you do something for the money, then that's and that then that takes away some of the, the yeah artistic integrity into it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't love it anymore and aren't passionate. It, it's not it's not gonna because be look at your cousin yeah. uh, i mean we spent some time with him this week and then like to help us out with what we're doing and he just picked up a guitar and he's just playing this stuff and he's talking about it and it, he didn't he didn't charge us any money just because he loved it so much and, and it was being around him was it was cool inspiration because he's picking up a guitar and he's like damn it dave you got my bass and he would have played the bass <laughs> yeah and then he's pressing oh, that man. he dude he can play so many instruments he's playing that drum machine like hey yeah. what do you think about this and i'm yeah. like i don't know what you're doing I, can't, I have no he's like is this good i'm like fuck i can't do it i was like it's amazing hell yeah yeah. And then you pick it up the guitar, like, hey, you didn't know I could play. I'm like, yeah, you can't fucking play. No, I can't play. I can play some power chords. That's about it. I what, can drum. Well, like 80, can, 80s, 80s hair band music. Oh, yeah, it's all power chords. I hate 80s hair I don't band know, music. I hate it too. I can drum a little bit. But I did just download two albums that will shock you Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Oh. And Metallica Black Album. Oh, yeah. So I mean I like all genres of music I really do oh, yeah. except for new country because you got to have like what what's the it's not new country man it's pop it's like pop music with a southern twang uh, what's those uh, Florida Georgia line yeah it's, they were on they were on uh, no it's rap rap music for white people who are scared of black people <laughs> they were on WWE they actually showed up to one of the shows or whatever to promote their album they were having guest hosts every week and I had no idea who they were so I looked them up. And it was the most awkward dancing for dudes I've ever seen. It was it's, almost it was like that Chris Farley and Adam Sandler skit where they're in the pool and it's filled with gay guys. Let me it, let me look let me look up some photos of Florida Georgia Line and you tell me that it's it's ridiculous. They they look they look like they almost look like homeless people. But they have don't they have like a bunch of tattoos? They want to look tough, but when they dance, they dance like the guys that can't dance at the club. Oh yeah, for That's sure. A, I have been like let me look let me look at look at these images. Let me let me see if you can find the ones on stage. I mean, they're wearing like these ridiculous shirts. Like, I mean these are these are all like album cover shots where they that look looks, like they look like country music singers. He looks like Dale Earnhardt Jr. with Down syndrome. He does. He really does. I mean, look at this right here. What it, he's he's wearing a snapback backwards, 
I, he's a country. That's the bleak 182 look. I mean, how many looks have yeah. they? Like, oh, look at all these. Like the one looks like a CSI, you know, like CSI Florida Georgia line. Yeah. But I mean, here you know, the, he looks like a rock star, not a country singer. But I saw I saw a photo the other day, um, and it was like he is that Fifty Cent they're on stage with? Where uh, blow it who up? Who is that? Now, who is that? Backstreet Boy? No, that's Florida, isn't it? It's, yeah, it is. Does it? And he has a money Mayweather hat on. I mean, this is stupid. Not Florida, but. Um, Check, one, what's, the, what's the, this guy wearing? The one on the right looks transgender. He, he might be. Is that Caitlyn Jenner? Like he literally looks. He looks like he does. Like the he, day, I saw an outfit the other day. He had on the Justin Bieber like those pants that he wears, yeah. so he can dance. Where it's like it looks like he took a big shit in his pants, and then he had on like the long tail shirt on. I was like, are you, what are that? That's not country music. If Johnny Cash was alive, he would fucking He'd stab fucking them. fucking murder them all. And so would Waylon, Willie, and the boys. Oh, my God. If Willie wasn't too high right now, he would address this. Oh. Oh, they have a Snapchat, but that's fucking hilarious. Oh, I guarantee it. But you know the sad part about it is is they probably get a lot of strange. Oh, I guarantee they get pussy like it's going off style. And they play? Do they play instruments, or are they just stand up there and just sing? I well, that guy—he's playing a—he's playing a guitar right or do you there. Th- or do you think they're just track artists where they basically just do Millie Vanilli and play over the track? Man, I don't know. There they both. Have Why is he artists. wearing a flat bill hat? Seriously? Oh, oh, that's because he's a country singer. Oh, these guys—and <laughs> he's confused. The, the other guy looks like Scott Stapp from Creed, but he's going, "Yeah, yeah. Scott Stapp." Oh my god! This is I can't stand these guys. This is the stuff that I can't stand. This is why I don't listen to the radio. But it's all like this. You have that um, uh, the other rapper, country singer uh, uh, Jason Jason Aldean. He is like, I mean, I, I wish we could pipe in some of his music right now. We got to figure out how to Who's do that. Who's that? Jason Aldean. I mean, he's like, he's like singing a country rap, and I'm singing, and I'm rapping, and it sounds like I'm from the fucking South. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. You're, oh, speaking of this, have you ever heard of Yell Wolf? Is it Yell Wolf? There's, make some good wine. But look up Yell Wolf real fast. He's actually signed to Eminem Shady Records. Because I played one of his songs. I think it's called Pop the Trunk. Yeah. And then he has another song called My uh, Kind Drive Your Lambo. That is a picture of a yellow wolf. <laughs> That's actually literally a yellow wolf. <laughs> and there's a random idiot. It's uh, yellow. It's oops. yeah. It's like you know, like yellow. No, I don't know. Yeah, that's him right there. That guy, that dude looks more country than the other two. He actually is from Alabama. Well, that would explain. But it. he has a song with Travis Barker. I mean, like he's actually pretty talented. But he actually is. I get confused. He actually has a song. He's t- almost like, and I don't want to disrespect him, but he's another version of like Kid Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has a song called Catfish Billy. Catfish Billy. But yeah, it's um, it's. I think he had a couple things called uh, Trunk Music. Oh, we're gonna get an advertisement. No, this you, is a fondue party, Mike. You, oh, need, I you need to do the um, America Me or whatever. Travis Barker and Yellow Wolf, America Me or something. America is something. 
it's it's actually not too bad but it was just another example of like how it you they just do cross because if you listen to his early stuff it's like pop the trunk yeah about killing you know killing people and then taking drugs and next thing you know he's out in a big brim hat that's kind of weird so if you listen to it so let's, let's check this out let's see what this Yellow Wolf, Travis Barker pushing. Because him and Travis Barker look like they could be brothers. Not bad. No, he's not. This is. But all right. So now go down to Daddy's Lambo right there, and now now watch the difference between it should be yeah. Now you heard that song. It's pretty creative. Travis Bark on drums is great. So actually, it says Shady Presents Ghetto Vision. Shady Presents. So this he was already signed to Shady Records. Yeah. So if you in <laughs> hot chick laying passed out on a mattress outside the pool. Now it's totally different than everything else you just heard. Man, I like this little beat here. I mean, it's very dramatic. This, I think, is that. I think it's done by Drama Beats. That's drama. He did this beat. See, he's he's got that whole. Now, now, last one, I promise. Go to Yellow Wolf, Let It Roll, featuring Kid Rock. Oh, I'm just going to show you shit. three different genres that he covers, and I know you're a big Kid Rock fan. Oh yeah. Now, see, look where he's at now. Yeah. No big house. Yeah. There's no bitches. They're all gone. There's a bunch of muddy trucks yes. in a mud pit. It's like Jackson County. From Bama. From Bama. Alabama. To the Bronx, baby. Oh, shit. I mean, this is... I like this, too. That's why our different taste in music is so different. But I mean, this is, but I'm a rock guy. But see, he's still got that same rap style. He still, he raps like, like every other rapper nowadays. Except for, he is really quick. He's but one it, of the very few it's, ones. It's, it's not about being fast. It's all that. There's no yeah. like you know how Snoop was you know it was slow when there was a you know there was a fill because Snoop was, was high. Well, but I mean it's not even him. I mean look at Fifty Cent, um, uh, like Fifty Cent, Eminem, Doctor Dre, like all those, all those all those guys. Man, they had a flow. It wasn't just like you know is. That that just like like a spit as many words out, but it's just like you go from you go from um, Led Zeppelin to um, Pink Floyd 
and then and then and then you get into like Metallica where it's like well, but there you're talking about. But what I'm saying is, it's still the same. Same. They still have a guitar, lead singer, drums. Oh yeah, rock and roll, but it's just a different version of it. Yeah, I mean Metallica is more metal than rock and roll, but well, you know what I'm saying is yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah. And then now even hip hop has broken down into different genres now, like. You know, you have Southern rap, you have... Um, Southern hospitality. You have East Coast, West Coast, you have all that. So, but, in, I, but I still feel like regardless of all that, they still... It's like everybody still has that same um, rap style almost now. With, when it is the, you know, like that... That da 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 you know, there's no that there's no flow and the rhyme and I'm rhyming these words and they come together. You know what I mean? It's all it's all I'm rhyming these words. I'm da 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 I'm da da da. You know, I just feel like I feel like there's no individuality now. I mean, and, and there is. You just have to dig deep and find it and be a music hipster smug person. Yeah. Who play something in their car and they're like, what's this? Like, oh well, this is and people are gonna be like, yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you never like you never like what what's popular. You always try to go against the grain, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But I just look for artists yeah. like that take that that loves what they do, that takes pride in their craft, and the same reason we're doing this. Yeah, is I mean we're not get paid to do this. Yeah, we're just we're not. It's just something we love to do. So, but I'm going to. It's mine is Eminem, obviously, Jay Z. Yep. Nas, Rockem. Those are my top four. The fifth one I won't name because the fifth one is like twenty five people and that, and you just can't. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I, I would, I, man, I just have a real hard time narrowing it down to five. I mean, because I, you know, I come up in that generation where you had Snoop, you had Dr. Dre, you had Eminem, you had Fifty Cent. You had Nas. I mean, you had, there was like, there's just so many. I mean, to narrow it down, I mean, I feel like if, you know, for me, someone who's not, I, I guess, a hip hop smug, you know, like yourself, you know, I, I look at, okay, what, when I heard these songs, where was I at in my life? Like, what was I feeling? You know, so I mean, that's what's great about music is, is it could take how many how many times did you have a bad day, put on your headphones, lay in bed, or oh, wherever you had, and just man. disappear and just and just listen. I remember I the, did that with Reba McIntyre a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even I don't even, I don't even have that that totally blew there my is mind. That one, I don't even have a smart ass comment. There's that. that one Reba song where she talks about you know, her brother gets blamed for whatever, and she's. Gonna, I have no fucking idea. Oh, you don't know this song? I've never listened to Reba McIntyre in my life. Did you watch the TV show? There's a TV show. You never watched Reba with your mom at all? Seriously, you're no. from you're from a small town like me, and you tell me you never sit down and watch Reba. No, we didn't. We, we were small town. We weren't country as fuck. Yes, I've been there. Yes, you are. I'm not. We weren't. Please, but no. Um, I I would say if I had an earl to five, I mean, it would have to be those five. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because God, I remember, I remember bumping, uh, um, freaking uh, Hova's first album, the night Jay Z's first album, the night the lights went out in Georgia. We will play that. Once I do we're know done. that song and Fancy about where I know that one yeah. too. All right, so 
I know a lot about country, and you know what? And you how know what? I know these songs, and you know that I do. It's because one of my favorite times in my life as a kid was every Sunday, my mom would make breakfast for me and my brother, and she would put on, I think it was WKKG, and they would play the top 100 national songs. So every morning you would wake up in bed, and we would I would hear every country song. That's why if there's any country song from like the 80s to maybe even 95, I know. Yeah. Well, past that, I don't. I mean, I know some new ones, but I have, but so I know a lot about that, the country songs or whatever. So I know a lot of those random country songs that most people don't think I do. Uh, now that I think, my name it, is Fancy. I think I know like one little line from both of those songs. I do too. It's probably the chorus. I don't even know. It's the night the lights went out in yep, Georgia. That was it. And what's. Uh, either fancy something fancy, don't let me down or fancy don't like let me down yeah. yeah that's about it yeah <laughs> so and and that's so what we're going to do is is we're going to wrap this up but what we're going to do is we're going to pull up concept we're going to let concept place out this is off the fuel ep it's actually oh. it's actually entitled fuel i love this album. this is a song that aaron played so much that his wife got tired of him playing it. Yep, she will not let me play it in the house anymore. So, like I said, if you get a ch- chance, check out Concept um, Fuel EP and the Flight EP is coming out. So, it also has a video on it. So, here is uh, Concept J57, the Fuel featuring a, a key Burmese. Mm-hmm. 